Time for more of your feedback. Wednesday, I characterized higher education as largely a racket that has become exorbitantly expensive while delivering less and less. As I expected, I came under attack. I'm guessing someone tried to get into Harvard and was rejected. Sounds like sour grapes to me. That was from Jerry. Truth be told, Jerry, having scored in the top one-half percent of the SATs, according to my counselors, I could have had a free ride to Harvard, but I was already well-established in the Cleveland nightclub scene as an entertainer, making more money than my father. And, oh yes, having a ball. I didn't see the point in leaving. But I was bitter about something. Historically, anyone who could pass the bar was permitted to practice law. So you could just study on your own and take the test, as did Lincoln. Just before I came of age, the game was rigged to require law school. Samantha wrote this. The point of going to college isn't just about getting an education. It's an experience that helps young people make the transition to adulthood. Sure, Samantha, and part of that experience can be a cliquish sororities, fraternities, hazing, and of course the obligatory drunken parties, after which they come back home to live with their parents because they can't get jobs. So much for that transition to adulthood. Karen had this to say, You cited three of the richest men in the world, saying one was a dropout and the other two made their fortunes in something other than their fields of study. But what they had in common was they all at least attended college. Maybe there's just a mindset or connections you make there with other success-oriented people that just leads to better things. Maybe, Karen. On the other hand, there was a fellow from my hometown of Cleveland who was profiled on 60 Minutes as a remarkable American success story. He was a mechanic who dropped out of high school in the 10th grade. An idea he had to improve an auto part turned into the multi-million dollar business, Mr. Gasket. I'm not saying you're wrong, but that story suggests going to college is not the be-all and the end-all. On Thursday, I asked if it still made sense to send kids to brick-and-mortar schools when you can learn pretty much anything you'd ever want to know online. Maggie had this to say, Your arguments were logical on paper, but you overlooked one huge thing. This isn't the Ozzie and Harriet America of the 1950s. Today, most households are two-income families. Who watches the children while the parents are at work? Normally, they've been at school all day under the watchful eyes of teachers. Well, Maggie, these days we hear a lot about the new normal. Maybe that could be part and parcel of it. More people will be working from home, and perhaps a new industry of in-home daycare is developed, which 
possibly could be subsidized by the savings from not operating, maintaining, and staffing school buildings. I'm confident the bugs could be worked out. Randy asks, what about extracurricular activities? Randy, we already have such things as community theater and sports leagues in place. I really don't see the problem. Tomorrow starts a new week of topics for which you can take me to task. Until then...